Welcome back to another episode of Soul Songs and Shenanigans. Hey guys, thanks for listening in today. We are at part three of our mini series, Getting Back to the Simple Life. And the topic for this episode is called Mind Check. We're going to be talking about how we have to be careful about the things that we're thinking about and the importance of filtering out the negative thoughts. But before we get into that topic, have you guys transitioned to your summer snacks yet? Well, my snack of the day is a berry shortcake with a dollop of whipped cream. And this is actually a spinoff of a snack my mom used to make us when we were kids. And that was a strawberry shortcake. It's delicious, a little bit healthy and a little bit indulgent. So good. Now let's dive into our topic for today. Getting back to the simple life part three mind check. Guys, this week was a big week. I got a brand new bike. You probably weren't expecting me to say that, but I am so excited about this new bike. Now, I haven't owned a bike in a very, very long time, and I literally feel like a kid. All day since I've gotten the bike, it's only been a few days, but all day, every day since I've gotten it, I just want to be outside riding my bike. And the first day that I went on the bike, um, Andre and and the baby were walking behind me and I was just, you know, riding ahead. And literally at one point as I was riding, I just yelled out really loud, I feel like I'm nine years old again. Like I was just so excited. I forgot how good it felt to be on a bike. And as I rode, all I was thinking about was how beautiful the trees looked and how good it felt to have the breeze blowing on my face. I simply enjoyed the ride. I didn't think about things I had to get done or anything else for that matter. It literally reminded me of when I was that nine-year-old riding around the neighborhood with my little posse of friends and just having a great time. And it was so freeing and so much fun. Now, I thought for sure, you know, getting this bike after not being on a bike for many years, I thought maybe I need to go out at night so nobody can see me in case I fall or stumble or I just didn't know how it was going to go. And surprisingly, you know, I drove around um, the area a little bit and I'm like, oh, I still know how to ride a bike. Yes, that saying is true. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. And I mean, now you can't hold me back. Like as soon as Andre gets home from work, I'm like, are we going riding? Let's like, let's go right now. Let's go. And I'm just incredibly excited about this. But this was just a moment for me. And I'm really loving my journey of getting back to the simple life. It was so needed after just the things that have been going on over the last couple of weeks, or maybe now, I guess it probably with started with Corona and then everything that led with, you know, the injustice that's happening and the racial tension that's going on, just the different things that that have been happening. It's, I just needed a mental break, to be honest with you. And it made me think about how I've allowed a lot of negativity recently to completely overtake my mind to a point where I felt sad, down, overwhelmed. And just seeing the things that are going on in our world, I allowed that darkness to influence me. And I didn't even realize it. But I had no desire to talk to anybody about it. Uh, I didn't even want to pray about it. And that was a red flag. I'm like, okay, if I don't want to pray about something, like there's definitely a problem here. 
And I, I really just had to take a step back from some things to pause and look at the things that I was allowing into my mind. And I think just seeing so many uh, posts online and videos and news reports, just seeing so much anger, hostility, I was seeing division, uh, just made me feel angry. And I just had moments where I just felt hopeless. And I literally had to kick myself and say, you've got to snap out of this because I know that the enemy uses injustice in the world to make us feel like we don't have a hope. And some, some of us will feel oppressed down and the emotions will vary from there. But you just have to remind yourself that we do have a hope in Christ, right? Because the world wants, wants you to think that there's absolutely no hope. There's there's, it's, it's not going to look any better. You know what I mean? It's, we, we've got to fight for the, for injustice. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with fighting for injustice, but we just have to be careful with the things that we're latching onto. Right. And we have to make sure that those things are always filtered through the word of God. We should never be doing things unless we've taken these things to God in prayer to ask him for discernment, to ask him for timing, to ask him what our actions should be. And not just jump on the bed bandwagon because it feels like oh this feels like the right thing to do like we really have to just sometimes just take a step back and take those things to the lord before we get involved with things if if that makes sense and i just you know thought of of the scripture that says uh it's found in isaiah 26 verse 3 thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee And I also looked at this verse, the translation in the Amplified Version. It says, you will keep in a perfect and constant peace the one whose mind is steadfast, that is committed and focused on you in both inclination and character because he trusts and takes refuge in you with hope and confident expectation. And I just love the promise that the Lord gives us from the beginning of this scripture that he will keep us in perfect peace. But that is when we make the choice to keep our minds on him. And that means when we're able to do that, that we're trusting him, right? Because we have to allow him control of of our minds, right? We can't allow the enemy to wreak havoc in our minds or, you know, he can plant a seed and then it's up to us whether we're going to say, you know what, we're going to squash that. We're not going to continue with that thought and allow that to fester and to grow because our imaginations are crazy, you know what I mean? And I, I know for myself, like I've seen where say the enemy will plant a seed. And the next thing I know, I'm literally like talking to myself and nobody else, nobody else is around. And I've, cause I allowed this one little thought to just kind of just take it. I've just taken it places that it just didn't need to go. And really I should have taken that thought in the moment and I should have squashed it in the name of Jesus. I'm letting this thought go. And so we have to be so careful with the things that we're allowing into our thoughts, into our minds. And we cannot, those negative things, we can't allow them to stay. We can't allow them to fester, to make, because those things will make you angry, bitter, and and it just goes on and on. And we cannot allow those things to completely take over our minds and hold our, our thoughts hostage. We cannot allow that to happen. And I just wanted to ask you, like, have you ever taken an inventory of the things that you think about? So it makes me think of a book by Joyce Meyer called um, The Battlefield of the Mind, which is an incredible book that you should check out if, if you have some time. But it just talks about like what, like 
thinking about what you're thinking about because are we just like allowing the thoughts to take place or are we actually thinking about what we're thinking about because if we did that i think we'd probably cast a lot of those negative thoughts aside but because we're not maybe used to taking that inventory to figure out okay i i seem to dwell a lot on this why do i keep dwelling on this and those things we just literally need to lay them down we need to plead the blood of jesus over them and keep it moving it's it's just not worth it and you need to think about like what thoughts have you allowed to park themselves in your mind i really had to take some time this past week and take a mental break this meant limiting social media um, even some conversation with family and friends because i recognized that i was feeling overwhelmed and each conversation even though maybe some people were just you know voicing their their concerns with things that are going on or their experiences it would just every time i heard a new experience it just made me feel so down and out right and so i literally just had to put everything on pause and not answer my phone or say hey like you know can we talk a different time or whatever the case may be because it was just getting to be too much for me and you know and I, I also thought of another area in, in my life where I find sometimes this can be mentally draining too and maybe this is the same case for you I, I tend to be that friend that others come to for advice guidance comfort and you know sincerely I count this as an honor I, I really really do and I think it's funny how the meaning of my name Cassandra means helper of men and that is really what I love to do. I love to help others, counsel, mentor. That's absolutely my favorite thing to do. But I've realized that it's okay to take a break even from helping others. And you know, sometimes we have this guilt of, okay, like when somebody wants to talk to me, like I need to be there for him, otherwise I'm, other, I need to be, be there for them, otherwise I'm being a bad friend. And sometimes you have to recognize where you're at because if you're operating from an empty place, you can't really offer anybody anything and you'll end up being worse off. We have to be filled up in order to give to others and also not drain ourselves, right? And so because I'm the kind of person that wants to help or be there for others and and so I, I just want to answer every text message and I want to answer every phone call and listen to everybody's, you know, what they're going through and their experience. I realized that it was taking a toll on me and so I really just had to take some time to say no to everything you know what I mean like just just take some time and pray and seek the Lord and allow him to fill me up and I realized that nobody no problem or any challenge is worth losing your mind over it's absolutely not worth it and so if you're feeling constantly overwhelmed angry sad or negative it's important to figure out what you're thinking about and ask yourself if those thoughts are the cause for those emotions and i just have a couple of areas that i want you to you know just to take some evaluation on in, in your own life and in your own thoughts so one what are you watching two how much are you watching uh whatever that may be three what are you listening to four what conversations are you having with others five how do you feel when you leave the conversation and six do you feel encouraged or do you feel drained right and these are just some areas that you need to 
really evaluate, especially if you're just feeling, you're not feeling like yourself or you're just um, down, sad, just feeling like hopeless. These are some areas to really just ask yourselves, what am I watching? How much am I watching? What am I listening to? What conversation am I having with others? How do I feel when I leave that conversation? Do I feel encouraged or drained? And it's so important that we filter everything through the word of God. And I think of the scripture in Philippians, uh, Philippians 4 verse 8. And it says, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. I I encourage you to put on some worship music. I encourage you to, if you get up, dance around your house and, you know, play some uplifting music and just worship and enjoy being in the presence of the Lord. It's, it's so easy to get caught up in all the things that are going on. And it's, um, it's so easy just to kind of just jump into everything that that you see going on around you and and posting things and because you know everybody just wants to do the right thing and, and I could totally understand that but at the same time we really have to figure out what are the things that we're allowing in to our into our atmosphere what are the things that we're allowing into our home into our hearts into our thoughts and really figure out, like, just take some time today or tonight, or whenever you're listening to this episode, to figure out, okay, how am I feeling right now? What what are the things that I can maybe just set aside, right? And so I can do some self-care. So I can really take every burden. I can take it to the Lord because the world cannot provide answers for us, right? Um, the news, the news, the media cannot provide answers for us. And in fact, the things that we're seeing, we're not even seeing the whole truth, right? And so we just really have to take everything to the Lord in prayer. We have to take our cares to him, our burdens to him, everything that we're facing, that we're going through. Lord, how do I respond to what's going on? Lord, how do the conversation that I'm having with somebody that was looking for answers, how do I lead them to you? And especially if we're maybe talking to somebody that doesn't know the Lord, how can we be a light in this hour? How can the church shine? And that's really where my mind is at. Like as a Christian, how can I be the light that, that really I'm, I'm supposed to be, that you're supposed to be? How can we be the light in the world? How can we show the world that there is hope? How can we show the world that Jesus is the answer? Like that old song, Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him, there is no other. Jesus is the way. And that, that's, that's the answer that the world needs, but they don't realize that. They don't recognize that. And so we as the church and we as individuals, we have to use the influence that we have for good to reach others, to show them that, you know what, even in dark times, there is still light and there is still hope. And so I just wanted to challenge you today to be the light that God intended for you to be in whatever way that you're gifted in and whatever that looks like. I think you need to just take the time to ask God Lord, what what do you want me to do in this hour and in this season? And what are the things that I should be focusing on right now? 
And if we just turn our eyes to Jesus, if we just look to him, he is the author and the finisher of our faith. That's it's so beautiful, the hope that we have in him. And he's the one that can bring you comfort when you're feeling like hopeless. And when you're feeling like, you know what, I don't really know how I'm going to make it to the end of today. I don't know how I'm going to make it to the end of the week. I, I just don't know. It, it's so scary. What does tomorrow look like? And, and all of these things that can worry and concern us in the things that we just allow the negative to just completely infiltrate our minds. We need to turn to him, our comforter. We need to turn to him, our way maker, our healer. And everything that you need is, is who he is. And I'm so grateful for that because when I was feeling down and out, when I was feeling alone at times because I didn't really know how to express myself, I realized, you know what? There's somebody that knows exactly what I'm facing. There's somebody that knew about this before it even happened. And so why not go to him and just cast everything down, cast every carrot down at his feet And I know that he is there just waiting for you. He's literally waiting for you just to surrender all of those thoughts to him, surrender the negativity, surrender all of those things that have burdened you, that have weighed you down. He's just waiting for you to just say, Lord, I can't do this. Please show me the way. Please order and direct my steps. And so I just hope that this has been an encouragement to you today and Again, I just challenge you to ask the Lord what you can do in this hour. What is your purpose in this hour and in this season and live that out to the best of your ability. Thank you for listening in today. Have a wonderful one. Take care. Hey guys, this week we don't only have just one song of the week. We have two songs for the week. So the first song is called Peace by the artist Anna Golden. You may know her song that came out a few years back called Take Me There. Well, this is her newest song and the lyrics are so meaningful and appropriate for what we're going through right now. And the second song is by Kirk Franklin and that song is called My World Needs You. And I can't think of a better song to kind of just bring everything together that we talked about today. So check out both of those songs on Spotify. now have a soul songs and shenanigans set list on spotify this is where you can hear the songs that are recommended each week happy listening you'll also find the link in our bio on instagram if you're not doing so already please follow us and share your feedback and suggestions we would love to hear from you thanks for taking the time out today have a great one